Welcome to the Pain Solutions Podcast. Dr. Wayne Fimister is a family physician with a special interest in chronic pain, whose passion is finding solutions for this epidemic problem facing one-third of the adult population. He is a clinical associate professor at the University of British Columbia in Canada and has developed one of the first online medical trigger point injection courses for doctors and nurse practitioners, a technique that is easily learned and implemented into the medical office of any doctor or nurse practitioner treating chronic pain. To get free access to Pain Solutions newsletter, blogs, and to register for his online course, simply register at www.waynefimister.com. On the podcast, Dr. Wayne brings together experts from various segments to share with you how they solve people's pain problems and how you can get this treatment too. And now, here's your host, Dr. Wayne Fimister. Well, hello and good evening, everyone listening to tonight's show. My very special guest is Klaus Ohr. Klaus, thank you for coming on. Thank you. So Klaus is a very successful research scientist, inventor, entrepreneur, and he's had multiple commercial inventions. And in the last four years, he spent studying photobioelectrochemistry of cognitive decline, including Alzheimer's and other dementias. And the connection I have with Klaus is yesterday, we had a fantastic day in Surrey, BC, where we were both speakers at the first ever Bear Creek Park TEDx event. It was a whole day event. Klaus was talking in the morning and he really rocked it. He had the best day of his life in a long time and he really nailed his speech. So I've got Klaus on tonight talking about, you know, how do we prevent cognitive decline? Because as you know, we're all going to get older and the statistics around this are quite staggering. And we need to know how to optimize our cognitive function or our brain function, which ties integrately with chronic pain. Because we all know pain is basically one third of the adult population. And surprise, surprise, so is Alzheimer's as we get older. So big connection there. So Klaus, let's start off with a couple of basic questions. Where did you grow up? I was born in Germany, uh, an area northwest of Hamburg that built all the dikes and basically grew all the fruit for the whole country, cherries, raspberries, blackberries. So I come from a tribe of fruit farmers. On the female side, on the male side, I come from Vikings. There you go. That's a connection. I've got a little bit of Viking Norwegian in me. There you go. Wonderful. Okay, so you grew up there, but then you ended up, was it directly over to Canada and BC? 1952, my parents moved to Canada. So I've been in Canada since, what, 67 years. Amazing. Okay, so what brought you into the world of research and, you know, scientists? Actually, I remember in my high school yearbook, they asked the question, what do you want to do? I said, I want a Master of Science degree. And that's what I've got. So I was really lucky because I went to high school in Quebec. And in Quebec, you could go to university after grade 11, which was unbelievable at that time. I don't know if it happens now. But I remember I was in university at the age of 16, which was fantastic for me. 
I had my own lab when I was 18 and I'm 69. So I've been doing research for over 50 years and I absolutely love it. I've never lost the love of it ever, not once. So what are some of the inventions that you've discovered? I created mercury control for coal-fired electric power plants. So 10% of all the power plants in the United States use my invention to keep mercury out of the atmosphere. I invented a process for recycling waste latex paint to make high-performance concrete. And I'm right now I'm working on trying to increase the electrical conductivity of metals. And I think there's a really good chance that I can make aluminum and copper more conductive with a group of people I'm working with. Originally, I did it to pay my way, but now I do it to be philanthropic. So I'm, so my purpose in life right now is to create philanthropic tribes. I can afford to finance anything I want to do. Soulful capitalists. So this whole TEDx thing for me, this whole thing about dementia is about taking a tribe of yoga instructors Tai Chi instructors, and Zen meditation masters, and just plug them in into retirement homes so that the whole experience of senior citizenship is completely transformed. So, okay, so wonderful, wonderful. I, I love your passion. I love your story. And, you know, I'm behind you all the way. So let's share with our audience this breakthrough that you made yourself about water and how it can hold certain properties that can help us understand dementia and understand healing on cognitive decline. So I had a friend of mine who sent me an email. He said, somebody has discovered the fourth state of water. And I said, really? What is that? He said, well, it, it has electric charge. It has a negative electric charge. So it has antioxidant properties. And so they suggested a structure, and I looked at it, and I thought, no way, that's the structure. So I thought, this is so freaking interesting. I have to study this. So I spent two years trying to figure out what would the structure be that would allow water to be, have antioxidant properties, and I got it. I figured it out. And everything I suggested, and when I studied it, everything corroborated 100%. Perfect correlation. So then I looked at it, and I said, wow. So this is slush and ice that's melting. If ice melts, totally melts, it's gone. If slush melts, it's gone. But while ice is melting, and while slush is melting, it's there. And I thought, wow, this is amazing. So I got the structure. And then the amazing thing was, I knew you could create the structure on proteins. So and then I thought, well, if you can create it on a protein, you could do it in the brain. So could the brain make this structure? And 100%, absolutely, yes, it can. And then I found out how the water in the brain can create an antioxidant in the brain that can only be created in the brain. And the water, this antioxidant water, can regenerate that molecule. And I thought, 
wow. And the mathematics, I did the math of it, perfect correlation. And I published a paper two years ago, and it was surprisingly endorsed by professor of neurology, University of Zurich, professor of neurology, UBC in Vancouver. And they said, this is really, really high quality research. And so I knew I had it. So then I figured out that the brain loves near infrared light. You can inhale light. People don't think of inhaling light. You inhale light. So when you meditate or when you do yoga and you deep breathe, you're inhaling freaking light. Wow. Just blowing me away here with this story. It's like amazing. Okay, so what else does the brain like? The brain likes movement and thinking, especially in combination with music. The back of your brain is wired for movement with thinking, and music is a bonus. So if you combine thinking with movement, with music, any way you can do it, your brain goes, yes, thank you. Is there any particular music? Any music. Now, how do I know this? So I'm sitting in an Alzheimer's ward. I'm playing guitar, singing to these Alzheimer's patients. And I got this woman behind me in a wheelchair with her eyes closed, with her head down, and she starts humming in key and smiling while her eyes are closed. This changed me for life. So her brain was going, I love it. So the brain is just wired for sound. It loves music. Even if you're deep, deep dementia, the brain will go, hit me with the sound. I was with Alzheimer's patients that would sing Bob Dylan's Blown With The Wind. All the lyrics, every word, the whole freaking thing. I don't know all the words. They would sing every lyric and they were so happy. They would get up and they would dance with each other. Okay, so music, wonderful. So tell us about foods that we can eat that can help our antioxidants level and, and also what, antidepressants. What, what we can eat? Yeah. The white part of citrus. When you eat a grapefruit or a uh, orange, look at all the white parts of the wedges. That's where the bioflavonoids are. Those are really good for the brain. So you've got the white part of the citrus fruits, but bioflavonoids, but there's other things that we could be eating. All the vegetarian protein that you can instead of meat. So you can eat things like tofu, edamame, tempeh. It's a little bit more expensive, but really, really tasty. Very high protein. Beans, any kind of beans you can have. Buckwheat groats. Buckwheat is really high in protein. Eat low cholesterol uh, protein. Egg whites instead of egg yolks. You can have egg, whole eggs, but try to eat egg whites. If you eat yogurt, have fat-free yogurt. Just pour uh, berries into it. So we're working through all the foods here. Excellent. Is there any type of meditation that you come across that's quite beneficial or particularly beneficial? You can take supplements, no side effects, that are really, really good for your brain. 
So you can go into a health food store and just buy bioflavonoids. You can get them in a gel cap. If you take bioflavonoids, take them with time-release vitamin C and vitamin E. And you can buy uh, curcumin, which is a fantastic supplement, really good for your brain. And you can take that in a gel cap. And you can also use it as a spice. You can make, uh, if you like curry, you can use it in curry. You can use it in chili. And by the way, curcumin is really good for osteoarthritis and rheumatoid arthritis. So a lot of these supplements that work on your brain will also help you with other disorders. Quercetin, which is a bioflavonoid, you can take quercetin as a supplement, will shut down breast cancer colon cancer, bladder cancer, pancreatic cancer. It's like the universe is just sitting there going, here you go. You can shut down prostate cancer in three weeks if you take a high-dose quercetin, which is one of the bioflavonoids. And quercetin is really, really good for your brain. So, And it's good for, for concussion. So it's almost like the whole system is wired one way, which is destroy uh, free radicals. So what you do is you ingest everything you can to quench free radicals. Free radicals are in dementia, free radicals in Alzheimer's, free radicals cancer, free radicals Crohn's disease, free radicals, and on and on. And then what you do is you try to create a lifestyle that doesn't create free radicals, which is not angry. Anger is free radical, like central. Uh, depression, free radical, central. Insomnia is free radical, central. So you try to shrink your free radical generation, and then you quench your free radicals, and you're good to go. Wonderful. What about your favorite um, beverage? For this subject? Uh, green tea. Green tea, number one. What it does helps your liver process fat, so it brings your weight down. If your weight drops, your blood pressure will drop. If your blood pressure drops, it's easier for your heart to pump blood into your brain to feed your brain with the nutrients it needs to make the antioxidants, antidepressants it needs. Okay. Is there anything else we've missed? I think we've covered most. Just take a moment. Is there anything else you'd like to say that's really beneficial that we can do to help our brain, help our pain? To help our brain, exercise, the combination of movement with thinking, with music. And you may think, yeah, what's that look like? For me, I do yoga and there's always music when I'm doing yoga. And I'm meditating while I'm doing yoga. Tai Chi, fantastic. Dancing, fantastic. Okay, let's talk about meditation. If you wake up in the middle of the night, don't turn on the light and read a book. Don't do that. Your brain will stop making chemicals it needs to keep itself healthy. It can't make the chemicals it needs when you got turn the lights on and read a book or turn on the TV. So if you go to bed and you wake up, go to the bathroom and go back to bed, turn the lights up and meditate. If you're meditating, 
or sleeping, your brain treats it as the same experience. Now let's go into the pain side. So everything that will help heal pain will also help heal depression, will also help heal dementia, will help heal Alzheimer's, will help heal arthritis, will help heal rheumatoid arthritis, will help heal cancer. It's all the same thing. It's all the same thing. So your brain just wants you just let it do its thing. Listen, Klaus, it's been amazing. I really thank you for our chat here. Lots of perils of wisdom, lots of personal experience, lots of professional experience. And um, I think you've bridged the subject uh, very well from your research in dementia and helping dementia, which is essentially a brain problem, just the same is pain is a brain problem. And I'm sure if we start doing more and more of these things, and I do many, many of these things, and I, there's a few things I'm going to change to optimize it, like put on the music when I do my Pilates yoga in the morning, and I think I'm going to do that. I listen to really excellent music throughout my day, soft background music that really lifts my spirit. I just feel the difference if I don't have it on. But uh, put background music, um, YouTube, um, I love just meditation music anytime you like. You know, connects with you is a, is a wonderful way as a background. You don't actually need to listen to it either because the, the sound waves are still affecting your brain at the, at the subtle levels. So little tip there. So listen, we're going to wrap this up. I, again, thank you so much. And um, I uh, look forward to seeing you soon and having another conversation. So from here tonight, uh, thank you and have a great day. Thank you.